You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Morkel. With me, as always, the Porthos and Aramis to my Athos, Sean Keller. Yethus, I am Sean Keller. And Mike Perotto. (sighs) Yep, I'm one of those guys. How y'all doing? <laughs> How do you, I don't even know they're guys. <laughs> they're the three musketeers. Two of them. All for no, one and not. one for are all. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the names of the oh. three musketeers. Dar- did you say D'Artagnan? He is not one of the three musketeers. What about Huey and Dewey? They are. Ah, sure, okay. I missed that. And Louie. <laughs> this is a little nonsense. Got a new shoe? Hard to get it on your foot? Well, you might just need a shoehorn. (laughs) A shoehorn is a sort of thin, scoop-shaped piece of hard plastic or metal. It's designed to match the curvature of your heel that you place into the heel of the shoe to slide your foot into place. (laughs) How many times have you or a loved one tried to get a new shoe on using your fingers? Only to scream in pain as every blood vessel in your fingers explodes. If the answer is far too many times, or even once, then you need a shoehorn. Don't suffer the grisly agony of degloving a finger trying to put a shoe on ever again. Or the emotional torment of watching your family fall apart because (laughs) dad slipped into a state of psychosis trying to get a foot into his new Oxfords for an interview. He couldn't get get him on, so he spray-painted some old sketchers black. The hiring manager noticed and laughed and laughed. And laughed and said, You should have gotten a shoehorn, idiot. And pointed at the door, and Dad lost it, murdered him with a pen. And now he's in prison for the rest of his life. And you're. Your family has disintegrated. <laughs> Molly is exchanging sex for drugs. Xander. Xander's gone. You get some texts from him constantly or occasionally, but he's just nowhere to be found. And little Doug. Little Doug works part-time at one of those filthy dollar trees. But he's otherwise okay. Look. Just get a shoehorn. <laughs> Look at that beard. <laughs> I can't even, I don't even want to stare anywhere. This is like uh, after, after Queef Punch. This is mom and I split up and I only saw Queef Punch. Like... You know, every few days she looked bigger and bigger because I didn't see her every day. We right, haven't we haven't yeah. seen your face in like two weeks, and that beard <laughs> that, that beard is getting so big. <laughs> yes, it is. Only eighty six days until it goes away. <laughs> I th- I think it's gonna take over. I think you're gonna love it by by the time time is up. I mean, I feel like if that was going to be the case, uh, that's how I would feel now. <laughs> no, I, I think you. That's a long time, and it's already looking great. I disagree. I think it, I think it looks terrible. Be honest. Have you have any of your coworkers said anything lately? Like, hey, nice beard, Joe. N- no, nothing remotely close to that. The, 
The closest was uh, my boss, uh, like a week or two ago. He was sitting at his desk, just, I guess he was looking at me for some reason. He just said, my God, Joe, (laughs) your beard is just ridiculous. (laughs) I think think he meant it in a nice way. I I didn't take it that way. Yeah, I love it. I think, and it I don't great. feel I don't feel it deserves better than that. I think I think it looks magnificent, and uh, if my facial hair were as dark as yours, uh, then then I would love to sport a beard that long and bushy. Okay, <laughs> you look like you can finally become a Jedi because you have a beard now. Is that what was holding me back? Yeah, not the <laughs> that's it. Complete lack of ability to use the force. <laughs> no, or... you, just, you just need a beard. <laughs> yeah, I should start looking into that then. <laughs> hi, hi guys. Oh, hey Mike. Look oh, at, look, Mike's look, here. Look at Joe's beard. That's looking pretty dope, Joe. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I still disagree. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think you're gonna come around as soon as you can. <laughs> as soon as you can, like. As soon as you can tidy it up a little bit, and and just kind of you know get rid of the parts so, that so are splotchy. So you think that once I'm able to cut any of this, that any of it will remain no, no, out of your you, mind? But you, well, I I think that's a mistake. Number one, number two, <laughs> when you when you cut a little bit of it strategically, it emphasizes yeah. what's there. Right, it stands out better. Yeah, I, I understand the concept of tripping, trimming. I, trimming. I do that to my you pubes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he to, to you emphasize think about tripping all day long. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eighty percent. Joe strategically trims his pubes to make his balls look huge. <laughs> I, I heard that I heard I heard that ladies like a guy with big balls. <laughs> That's so. right. Yeah. He's like Edward the, Scissorhands down there. There's the, like a the dinosaur balls, bush. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most important part from what I understand is the size of the balls. <laughs> yeah, women yeah. are always talking about that when they're having their sleepovers and pillow fights. They're like, "Ah, oh, whose whose balls are bigger?" Do- I mean, do you remember that, that, you remember that, that episode? That's what of happens South Park? in every single fan fiction I write. So <laughs> That episode of South Park where uh, where uh, uh, they get ball cancer and their balls get all huge and Randy's balls are gigantic and his wife Sharon is like she sees and she's like turned on by it. <laughs> she's like I don't she's like oh oh Randy oh 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 hi there. <laughs> well there it is right there if South Park said it it must be true yeah they they never they never they're, make stuff up they're a bastion of truth. <laughs> I've gotten used to how ridiculous I look in the mirror. Uh, I don't think you look ridiculous so that's disturbing. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Well, I think both of you have suspect judgment then. You must just think people with beards look ridiculous. <laughs> I do. Yeah, a, Mike and I are a little offended. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's just people with beards and bald heads. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I get it. that totally. <laughs> Those people are freaks. <laughs> it's like it's like how can you grow hair down there but not up there? You know? Weirdo, you that's, mutant. <laughs> I mean I, I will That's what I'm I will, always asking. <laughs> I will admit that uh I would not allow myself to enjoy how this looks because I can't I can't stand how the fucking thing feels on my face. Really? Like the feeling it, of facial hair is is not a pleasant one to me. Huh. You're just still like, too used to not having it. Yeah, I quite like it. It's, you like to like rub your face, and you're not supposed to touch your face because of COVID. But before the <laughs> pandemic, before the pandemic, I was just constantly touching my facial hair. You're doing it See, right now. I was just, I was, <laughs> I, I touched this thing just to take out all the shit that gets caught in it. But don't you like there's to just do like the just always I'm thinking pose? And, you know, like stroke the beard a few times. To let people just, know, just you're get thinking. a little, just get a little beard comb and just run it through the thing every now and then. Little, yeah, little beard all, all of, comb. All of this, all <laughs> little of this does not. A, none of this appeals to me. I just, just <laughs> want to cut wanna it all off. Of it. I just want to get rid of it. Mm. Well, that's. I mean, that that's very zen, I guess. Um, committing all this time to it, and then growing such a majestic beard, and, and then getting rid of it and for just no shaving reason. it all off. Yeah, I was pissed I had to shave mine for a reason, and you're just going to 
Yeah, but it, you wanted you wanted a beard. It's gotta be it's gotta be like people who shave I, their I heads. Didn't grow this, I didn't grow this beard because I wanted to grow this beard. I grew this beard because the two of you told me I had to grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we just tell you to do, Joe? Well, let's, where's the line here? Let's here, here here's the thing. Remember <laughs> that uh, the triumvirate works on any of us, so you definitely don't want to try and overstep the line considering the other two can come back at you with something <laughs> just as bad. This is true. See, that's the that's the balance. That's the check in the but balance right there. I don't think growing a beard is bad because no. I have one. Yeah, be, and you want one. I don't. No. But but you have to you have to do this once in your life so that we can look back and remember the beard days. You can remember yeah. the days Mostly. when you when, you can remember the days when you liked me. Twenty twenty. Remember when AB. we liked Joe and then he show, shaved off that beard and we hated him again? Mostly, I just wanted to prove that you could do it. Yeah, because you said you couldn't. I mean, from the side, I no, think you'll agree it's still it's pretty bad. But you see what I'm saying? It's coming through, though. Yeah, it is. It's getting it's getting there. It takes say, time. There's you hair. Have to give it, you have to be patient. I'd say about eighty four, eighty five more days, <laughs> and, and you'll, you'll notice a difference. <laughs> I mean, I'll notice Absolutely. a difference on that 86th day for I, sure. I think I'm pretty sure by then you may want to keep some of it. That's what I, I said. Know, maybe not all of it, but you, you might want to keep a little bit of it in a jar. Joe's <laughs> gonna, <laughs> Joe's gonna keep just the mustache. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna shave it off and then uh, ship it to Sean. <laughs> I'll wear it every day. Gnarly. <laughs> Oh, Sean, you uh, grew a beard? No, no, this is uh, just borrowing it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a gift from a friend. <laughs> Buddy Joe, he... Uh, well, see, see, my friend Mike and I, we told him to grow a beard. It's a long story. <laughs> the short version is this is his beard. <laughs> <laughs> and he grew it for me so I could wear it. <laughs> this is turning into the long version again. Look, it's not important. It's just yes, I, I grew a beard. <laughs> I'm 35 years old. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. Look at my beard. <laughs> I've got big balls and a beard. <laughs> Sean, you're 36 years old. Almost. No, let's just. Oh, let's be as honest, of, I guess when this recording comes out, I will have been. 36. Dude, I don't dude, I don't give I, myself I, I already round up to 40. I I basically <laughs> do that as well, but at the very least I get if once I'm past 6 months I'm like the next year. Like I just don't. But you're not you don't finish a race until you cross the finish line. I'm not going to say I'm 36 at the time of this recording if I have not turned I just don't want to be invested in a year that's going to be over so soon, you know? Like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to tell people a horrible lie. <laughs> myself. Well, just, if I died, my if I died tonight, my obituary would say Sean Keller, thirty-five years old. <laughs> so, so by that's, his friend Joe for making if, him if grow it were a up beer. to me. <laughs> if it were up to me, and it probably will be a little bit, <laughs> it'll say basically thirty-six years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I read the obituaries is to find the funny ones. <laughs> We're gonna have actually the, we're gonna it, have that shit etched on your tombstone. Even a not even a not funny one, you know, would say Sean Keller, who would turn thirty six on Tuesday or whatever the fuck day it is. <laughs> yeah, They're not gonna because I mean, your birthday's coming up. That's kind of an important thing to mention in an obituary. Yeah. Is Sean it Sean Keller, who would be thirty six? Blah blah blah. I but I, haven't we talked about this before? Like birthdays, once you reach like twenty one, they're just not important. It's it's just it seems very trivial. I think once you reach 35, they're definitely not important because that's the last one where you can become president. <laughs> that's the yeah, that, that's oh, the yeah, last one a, that has no, like benchmark, a legal a benchmark. A lot of people really use <laughs> like 45 people ever. <laughs> I guess I guess 55, yeah, but more tried. <laughs> that's true. 55, you're a senior citizen. You qualify for AARP and cheap coffee, and cheap movie the tickets. House. They started yeah. sending me stuff when I was 23. <laughs> That's because probably of because license. of your license. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have which, his license yet, though. Which wasn't fucked up back then. They, just, they knew yeah, you they would get it. it. It was just someone in the office. You know what? This guy acts like he's eighty, so we're just gonna <laughs> go ahead and push this along. <laughs> is it? Is, that, Sweet. 
it seems like that the cheap coffee and the discounted stuff that's all like it's like pity right (laughs) it's it's just like look we know you're probably not employable anymore and your children don't come to visit you so like come check out hotel transylvania for discounted prices (laughs) it's only four dollars for a matinee I just I think the sadder thing a... is them going to see Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, your kids won't talk to you anymore, and you get one phone Believe call me, a month from your grandchildren. We are all closer than you think to that, because I know time, I just, time just goes by so fast now. And, like, yeah. I, we were talking about this on a previous episode, I think, about how we're uh, very soon, it's going to going be... Going to le- die. It's, it's going to be illegal... <laughs> It's going to be illegal to discriminate against us based on our age for employment, <laughs> yeah, which, which crazy. you would think would be like, oh, great. That's good. But no, it's kind of sad. It's super <laughs> well, sad. Yeah, It's good and sad. It's sad because we're going to have to work, but good because we'll be able to. <laughs> right. Yes. But but it's sad because people will look at us and say, I don't want to hire that old person, Are we? <laughs> but I have to. I guess historically yeah. the answer to this is yes, but are we really gonna be that out of touch? Like, I already am. As- <laughs> yeah, me too. You think so? I, I have been for I, I don't have know been for at least fifteen on. years. <laughs> well, but but no, but like I'm talking about the advent of the internet. Like that all happened. We were old enough to experience that and learn how like that stuff works. Whereas our parents were kind of already grown when that stuff started up so they're less you know knowledgeable about how you that spending works. a lot of time on tiktok sean no, no what, what i'm saying though is like what have been the big i'm saying it's going to be the next it's going to be the progression is just things in the things we know that we don't do sure but so we're talking like touch screens instead of buttons oh, like no, stuff talking, like that what joe said is perfect because like how again how much time do you spend on tiktok zero minutes who are the tiktok stars right now do you know there's clockers, clockers. Yeah, you're, com- you're completely, you're completely out of touch. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I yeah, I, I am. You're totally out of touch. We, well, with we all but are. with pop culture and stuff like that. But when it comes That's to what like we're talking about no, but no, no, we're talking about can you work in an office? They're not going to ask you who the YouTube stars are. You just have to be able to like you don't know what work the a computer. I, cover. See, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I. I I, I see what you mean by that. I'm saying it's so almost I, like video game graphics. We still where have we've hit a skills, level yeah. where like this next generation only increases a little bit. I don't. I don't know. Are we going to face the same adversity that I mean, you know, our parents? I mean, faced? you have no idea what we're going to have to know in That's 30 true. years. That's very true. So we might be. There might be a new technology that comes out very soon that just doesn't appeal to us initially and only to kids, and then all of a sudden it's very behind. important. Yeah. Damn. Could be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, unlike you guys, I don't even, I barely even use my phone. Like, I, I'm an idiot when it comes to, when it comes to phones. I just, I don't, Yeah. I don't care. Uh and that, that right there is a big technology that, you know, I guess I'm not like incompetent, but, you know, it separates me from the youth of this uh, generation. So does calling them the youth <laughs> <laughs> of this generation. Yes. Well, just referring to them as the youth is an acknowledgement that you are not among them anymore. That's true. <laughs> which I'm, that, which I am not. I, but actually, but it's, not. Much, it's, it's much worse to be like, you know, to, to think that you are, though, isn't yeah. it? But, That's but, like much more but I will, I mean, I will, I do have to push back because I feel like you're too far in one direction. We're not that old. <laughs> no, no, Sean, Sean, I'm not saying Sean, that. You're, you're so old. <laughs> Sean, you're so fucking old. Not yet, old. I'm not. <laughs> you shut your goddamn mouth. You're so fucking old. He's only 35. You're so much, old. Right. You're so much older than either Mike or I. <laughs> Wait, that's not true. You're just, oh, yeah, a- Joe, you're just ancient. I've got more mileage. Joe's, 20, but- <laughs> Joe's 22. I'm 26. I mean, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. That's not true. <laughs> yes, it's true. Everybody on the, listening to the podcast knows that's true because we yeah. just said it was and we can prove <laughs> that's, it with that's fake not how documents. Things work. <laughs> we became friends with Sean out of pity for how incredibly old he is. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to figure out how to open his laptop inside of a Starbucks one day, and along came Mike and That Joe. he was trying to get a job in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They wouldn't hire him because of how old he is. God. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Yeah, Maybe have you ever I seen anyone old. over you ever seen anyone over the age of 19 working at a Starbucks? <laughs> nope. <laughs> sure haven't. Yes, God. they're called they're, yes, they're called actors and comedians. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it's almost like babysitters like see the parents off and then bring the kids to work at a Starbucks. <laughs> that's what I've. That's what I, who I've seen behind the counter. <laughs> seen a bunch of children back there making my coffee. Sure, seems at least like I used it. to before the end times. Back when I went Shall to Starbucks. <laughs> your video is like terrible. Twenty. It's like twenty p. Yeah, well, it's because it's because I'm up, it's because it's because I'm upstairs. It's terrible. It's like I, I can it's see like you guys great. Twenty six by fourteen. <laughs> do, I, do I look like I'm in like, Goldeneye? <laughs> it's worse than that. You're like you, pixel you art. look like you look like uh, a full motion video on the Sega CD. It's because I'm so old. In 1994, <laughs> even my resolution is old. <laughs> it got a little better. It's better now. It's better when we don't talk. So everyone just shut up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> see? You no, I can't see anything when you're talking. Just a big blur. Have you guys seen that uh, Netflix docuseries called uh, High Score? No, but you've talked about it before. Yeah, I have done that. Joe just mentioned the Sega CD and there was a game. Like a like a game that was revolutionary at the time that got like all kinds of crazy media attention and like Congress tried to pass laws to like ban video games <laughs> what or, because of it and it was like it was a video it was like a choose Leisure your own adventure suit Larry <laughs> no it was like a choose your own adventure game for the Sega CD that was like a series of like security cameras and and you could there's there was like a party and there were these people oh, like yeah, murdering yeah, yeah. people at the party. What? And you had to you had to solve it or something. Yeah, what the hell yeah. was that called? Um FBI recruitment video. <laughs> it's just a training program to bring no, people like, into our intelligence community. The way they the way they explain it in the docuseries is hilarious because they Night the original, Trap. It was Night yes, Trap, right? Night yeah. Trap, yes. Originally they had the idea to make it like very exciting. <laughs> Sorry, like, that sounds like a really bad eighties song. Welcome to the Night Trap. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yes, but they had. Uh, I mean, they probably started making it in the eighties because it came out in ninety two. I'm looking at uh, going to the. It night looks. Trap. It looks like an eighties game, but the, it took forever to make because uh, the the studio, the the developer, w the original idea was to have like vampires or something or ninjas. I think it was ninjas. <laughs> well, right, those they are were, two very different things. And they were, they were <laughs> like, there is a ninja on the cover of the game. It was originally ninjas and they they were they were supposed to like show up at this party and start killing people with like throwing stars and daggers as, and shit. as ninjas and do. So the the, the developer, <laughs> the developer or the publisher thought this was this was too violent. So the guy the 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 game designer was like, okay, well, what if we made it vampires? Like, no, it's still too violent. So he, he turned them into something called like augers, <laughs> which right. are like these, which are like these pathetic vampires that like can barely move. And they, and they grab you with a cane that has like, like a you're on syringe, <laughs> has like a syringe in it and it sticks you in the neck and they suck your blood out through this crazy, like, like would you, would you like me to uh, read the the uh, synopsis of the plot here? I would because it's so stupid. It's incredibly right. stupid. The opening exposition to Night Trap is presented to the player by Lieutenant Sims of the Sega Control Attack Team, or SCAT. <laughs> Perfect. On Sega CD or a special control attack team in other versions. He explains that the team was alerted to the disappearance of five teenage girls who were last seen at the Martin Winery estate. The Martin family consists of Victor Martin, his wife Sheila, their children, Jeff and Sarah, and cousin Tony. The missing girls were reportedly invited to stay for the night. Police questioned the Martin family, but they claimed the girls had left safely, and they refused to let the police search the property. Then the police handed the case over to SCAT, <laughs> which investigated the house 
and discovered a series of traps, security cameras, and an operational unit in the uh, yeah the, an operational unit in the basement to control the apparatus. The SCAT agents, which is spliced, you. <laughs> right, right, which yeah. is spliced an override cable onto the control system and connected it to a control panel in the back hallway of the house. The player is given the role of an internal scat operative (laughs) (laughs) charged with controlling the traps and cameras from the back hallway. Uh, Then five more teenage girls head towards the estate. What? Wait, so now there's 10 teenage girls? Well, five are already missing and five more appear now. (laughs) All right. Kelly, Ashley, Lisa, Cindy, and Megan. Well, I don't want to. Scat was able to place uh, Agent Kelly within the group as an undercover. The girls are not aware of her true identity. Also, with the girls is this is really going on. Also, with the girls (laughs) is Danny, Lisa's younger brother. What the gang does not know is the house is infested with augers. Yes, augers. Yeah, vampiric (laughs) beings that need blood to survive. The Martin family themselves are in the process of becoming vampires. The following events that take place and the ending vary widely depending on which characters the player is able to save from the augers. So so what makes it so horrifying, like if they had originally gone with the ninja concept, it would have been, oh, it's just ninjas killing teenage girls, which is terrible, right? But yeah, sure. Instead it's like these instead it's like these slow moving monsters that have that have to like it's very rapey. Like if you watch any of it, it's well, like it super is rapey. Night trap, <laughs> and and I guess it was so bad that like it 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 made its way to Congress and everything. And I, I'm looking at it now. It has like a nine out of ten on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm when sure you, it's because of the campiness of it. Like, is, it is has there a to multiplayer? <laughs> We gotta play I guarantee this. that there isn't. I, I'm, I'm very <laughs> tempted to try this ridiculous game, but it has a special place in video game history, you know, because like That's Sega crazy. CD was was kind of revolutionary, and it was like the first of its kind to do this video based choose your own adventure style game. Yeah, and it was why, the why did first the video game to show violence that wasn't like Mario jumping on a mushroom. I'm I'm still right, con- yeah. I'm still confused by the story though. So five teenage girls disappear, and, and the family <laughs> and the family says family says no no they got home safe it's fine. And then five <laughs> five different teenage girls say hey let's go to that same place I'll bring my little brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's about right. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'm yeah, not confused. Yeah, you just you just covered the premise. You just summarized it perfectly. Right, I'm following it clearly. Then I am. All right. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I think Look, we all know ninjas that- is way more ridiculous. By the way. <laughs> Than augers because, because <laughs> ninjas ninjas typically have some sort of purpose, but like to just yeah, have a random right. house in the middle of nowhere and then suddenly <laughs> there's ninjas. Just, there's, just, there's just this winery that has an infestation. <laughs> and then it's assaulted by ninjas. No, they have an infestation. Now you mention infestation it. of ninjas. It's way You're right, more that believable is, that, that vampires is way would more be there. ridiculous. These, these historically political assassins <laughs> from the 19th century. They're there to kill some teenage girls? <laughs> what? You need, like, one guy with a gun to kill ten teenage girls. You don't need, like, a group of ninjas. <laughs> only only five only five at the beginning, Sean. You gotta try and save the other five. Still, then you need, They're like, a half a ninja. you, Keller. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't need more than one ninja <laughs> to, to take out five teenage girls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Give man. me the worst ninja, <laughs> and they would still be able to do it. Chris Farley's Beverly Hills. <laughs> but at the beginning of the movie, not later when he realizes his true power. Right, yes. Wait, when is he's... Kung Fu is Kung Fu Panda just a remake of Beverly Hills Ninja? Well, those are two different countries. Of and origin. one is a panda. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so at all. All right. 
I was going to say I need to rewatch Beverly Hills Ninja, but I know I'm not going to do that. Nobody, <laughs> absolutely nobody needs to rewatch Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> or watch for that matter. Although I don't know. I, I, I do enjoy the scene where he's at the dojo and like he accidentally throws the throwing stars directly at the bullseye. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I, I, I forget. It's been a long ever. ass time. But I haven't like, seen the, that movie in so long. The female protagonist of the film like visits him, and he's like trying to be all suave, and he just accidentally is awesome at the dojo. Do you remember that? No. No. Okay. You, you sound like Farley and SNL. Do you, do you remember that? Has <laughs> been wrong. You guys, do, do you, you remember, remember that, that scene? <laughs> it was awesome. Well, anyway, it was awesome. <laughs> remember actually, when you were with the Beatles? That's like literally exactly <laughs> what I just said. You're right. Yes. Samuel L. Jackson's motherfucking sexual lubricant for motherfuckers. <laughs> oh no. Using only a few drops, even the driest mother can be fucked with ease. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson's motherfucking sexual lubricant for motherfuckers is 100% safe for anal penetration too. So you mothers won't have to hold on to your butts because <laughs> anal sex will be just as smooth as Samuel L. Jackson himself. You can find Samuel L. Jackson's motherfucking sexual lubricant for motherfuckers in the sexual wellness aisle at your local pharmacy. Just look for the label showing Samuel L. Jackson screaming at a vagina. <laughs> I'm Sam Jackson, and I approve this message! <laughs> Did you guys hear about... Uh, that politician in Brazil who was caught with, like, cash in his underwear? No. No. So, uh, a, a guy who was, like, an ally of Brazil's president, I don't remember his name, uh, he was arrested by anti-corruption officers, and, like, they found a bunch of cash in his office. I'm just going to find the article. I think I saved it. Give me one second. Anti-corruption officers, otherwise known yeah, as augers. <laughs> okay, so uh, Senator Chico Rodriguez. It was uh, they found ten thousand. <laughs> I was gonna make a comment, but I was like, "Sean, stay quiet. That's racist." And then Mike, it still of was course. Chico <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> So they found uh, in the safe, they found a, the equivalent of like $1,700. Uh, not no, very much. I'm that sorry. There was, there was six grand in the safe, uh, 1700 just lying around. Uh, then he asked if he could go to the bathroom. And according to the police report, an officer noticed a large rectangular bulge under the senator's shorts as he walked off. <laughs> All right. Found inside his underwear near his buttocks were stacks of money that totaled fifteen thousand rias. Do, when we say when we say it's inside his underwear, twenty five hundred dollars. Do we need to specify that it's near his buttocks? <laughs> like, I think anywhere in your underwear is automatically near your buttocks. Well, if I mean, I guess front, it's front or back. Yeah, even it's the front, front or back. It's still near your buttocks. That's true. I think they were they meant specifically in regards okay, they to just wanted to paint underwear a ge geography. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like your balls are not near your buttocks if you're limiting the available area to just what can be covered by underwear. So maybe yours it's a very are. small area. They 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 actually are because they're huge. <laughs> I've heard this. So the reason uh the the reason I, I brought this up is they asked him three more times whether or not he had any more cash in his in his underpants. All right. And after the third time, this this quote just made me made me laugh. The senator angrily shoved his hand into his underwear <laughs> to retrieve more stacks of bills totaling thirty one hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a bit more. That's quite a bit more. I just it's kind of sad that that he went through all of that for such a small amount of money. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's thinking the same thing. It's like it's that's like not 10 a great grand state. total. Right? It's not a great state of affairs. He had down to there. be he had to be in a bad way though if uh if he's like I got to get out of here with whatever I can cuz they're going to take everything. Yeah, and maybe I'm 10 just gonna, grand goes a long way down there. I don't know how the what the current how to pronounce 
the Brazilian currency, it, Real, Reals, Reis, I don't know. Um, that's something I could have looked up at some point. R-E-A-I-S. The problem is I don't speak Portuguese. Raiz. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's Sure. <laughs> so so the, the, the stack of 2,500 in the safe, uh, that's 15,000 reais. Okay. Rice. So, <laughs> rice. I have no idea. It's just, it's just rice. We'll just say rice. Rice. The guy had rice in his pants. N- near his buttocks. How to pronounce... <laughs> so, so the guy it, it almost sounds like something out of the bible three times he denied having rice yeah, right? in his underpants is there any more is there <laughs> is there any more money in your underwear <laughs> no is there no, no. is there <laughs> no <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I actually i once caught i once caught a co-worker shoplifting it's pronounced reace. Now Ooh. we know. Re-ace. Okay. But wait, Re-ace. go to the shoplifter. What happened? Yeah. I, I caught a shoplifter at Best Buy once, a coworker, uh, in a similar way. He uh, By asking three times? <laughs> no. He, <laughs> <laughs> Did Let's you steal any up, CDs? Back up a no. little before that. <laughs> Did where you? They, where he stuffed something into his pants. No, I, I saw he, he was walking toward the bathroom and he had like he had his blue shirt untucked and he was obviously holding like seven DVDs like under his shirt <laughs> walking toward the bathroom. And he thought he's like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. I'm like, OK. And he just walked. It's going to take a big dump. So, of course, I, you know, being a model employee, I waited a few seconds and then I followed him into the bathroom. Oh no! I don't aren't you supposed to get like the what is it called? This the store security. Well, I just Loss I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I, I wanted to see if he was stealing, and and I followed him in there. It would, of course, it, as someone who worked loss prevention, let me just tell Sean this real quick. It would be more important to have an employee, whether or not the other person is employee, actually uh, witness the theft and Got keep it. a constant line of sight right, on which, the person, which than I actually did. being a loss prevention person. I, I followed him. I followed him the whole way, and I watched him drop off some product. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that a euphemism? <laughs> he, <laughs> turns, out, turns out he really did have to use the bathroom. <laughs> this guy dropped off some products. No, no, right. So he knew Ooh. he got caught, right? And he's he's in the bathroom. And then he stole some DVDs. He, he had been he had been trying in the bathroom, I guess, to dispose of the the wrappers, like in the toilet or something. I don't know, but he knew that somebody else was in there with him, and I just waited for him to walk out. And <laughs> you I, just stand outside his stall, I've, like he I've just sees his him. feet. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. And Someone I just, standing I just right in front of him for ten minutes. <laughs> and I, you know, I I notified loss prevention before he made it to the door. Oh man! And uh, yeah, he got. Really f- super fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's a level he beyond got, regular fired. He got extra fired. <laughs> I mean, of course, he he didn't commit any. He didn't actually commit a felony because he didn't leave the store with the product. So right. he just got he just got fired. But it could uh, be c- destruction of property, though, right? Because he un- unwrapped the DVDs. I Joe would know better. Joe would know better. I also don't think. Uh, I mean, it would depend on how many DVDs he had, but if it was like seven yeah, not DVDs, a felony, not a felony. that wouldn't be, yeah, that wouldn't be a felony anyway. Right. Um, it was actually, yeah. it was Chumbo. Do you remember Chumbo? This was from the no. early days, Joe, the early days when we had, uh, we had, we had games Chumbo. and we had games and software that we would package with computers. There was like a small uh, section kinda. of it. We called it Chumbo and they, it was like a discounted software that we'd throw in with computer sales and on, huh. if, you, if you were to just buy it on its own it'd be like 30 40 dollars a pop sure i mean but i yeah. remember the lackluster software section at best buy when we yeah. worked in when we worked in computers uh what uh, what what was i going to tell sean oh the the crime doesn't occur uh un- like the crime of theft doesn't occur until the last point of purchase is uh exceeded right okay so as soon as you walk until that point up until that point i mean you could technically just go in there 
It'd be like if you started eating a candy bar and then just gave them the wrapper to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or or like had that, a soft drink or something, yeah. Or had a soft drink or something. So the guy could have uh, claimed, like, oh, I was going to buy these. He could have, until he passed the last possible point of purchase. Right. It was enough uh, to get As him for fired. vandalism, I mean, technically, yes. If the manager wants to go through the police report... And yeah. shit just to... It's more of a pain in the ass. Yeah. That that actually happened... If it, if it was little stuff, that actually happened even if the person was caught. There was this kid that, uh, like, stole batteries. And, you know, he was there with his mom. And his mom didn't know. He was just just stealing them to steal them. Hmm. And in the end, the manager's like, yeah, just don't come back to the store. <laughs> yeah. That's worth... Uh, it's just not... It's not worth it at all. Yeah. yeah. No. And it, and you know it was like a it was like a fourteen or fifteen year old kid, especially when you consider too that on top of the fact that yeah he was just a kid, the absolute enormous bulk of loss at a store like Best Buy is not theft. It's no. just it's just like you got shorted on a shipment or like something you know inventory is in the wrong place or you miscounted something like that's, something fell between right, shelves. yeah like that's that's where the vast majority of your loss comes from and then just that kid stealing batteries <laughs> not that, that i'm advocating 90 percent <laughs> of all retail theft is that one kid sounds <laughs> right. like sounds like but mike you, is saying it's fine to steal shit from best buy if if <laughs> if you if you overcount if you overcount a four thousand dollar tv in inventory and then a couple months later you do inventory and that tv is not actually there that's a gigantic. That's just one item, and there's no it's actual. A lot of batteries. Yeah, yeah. So it's a whole that kind lot of thing of leads to a lot of loss. This is all very funny and interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. To people. I wonder what those I mean, DVDs. I, th- I feel like it started there, Sorry. and then it just got very, very dry. What were the DVDs? <laughs> Did- but nothing is too dry for Samuel L. Jackson's <laughs> sexual lubricant for motherfuckers. I want to know what DVDs the guy had. If they were like. If it was like a crime of opportunity and he just grabbed seven at random, or if they were like every single was, Fast and Furious se- movie. It was seven <laughs> copies of Mamma Mia. I think, yeah, I think it was probably opportunistic. I also I, I also remember specifically that he was like good friends with somebody. Uh he like he got he got hired because I'll bleep any names you drop, Mike. Alright, well the guy okay, the guy's name was he was good friends with and got hired because of do you remember her? Yeah, I went. I went to school with her. Yeah, Sean, your brother dated her. <laughs> I, I, I remember. Yeah. Anyway, um, I felt real somebody bad. else made out with her in a parking lot. Yes, yeah, somebody did. But anyway, <laughs> I felt real bad. Film because, at eleven. Uh, <laughs> you know, because it, it made her. Look she sounds bad like a real too. slut. <laughs> Absolutely not. Jesus, Sean. Bleep that out, please. <laughs> No. Damn it. Poor girl. Now everyone's going to (laughs) know. Yeah, well, we actually do have somebody listening to this show who will absolutely know exactly who we're talking about, unfortunately. So that might have to go. I mean, the names are bleeped, so it's only from context. Yeah. I need another beer. I need need another beer. That's your cue to go get one. Fuck face. (laughs) (laughs) How would you like to drive an expensive sports car? Do you wish you could win any argument any day of the week? What if I told you you could walk into the hottest club in town and take home any woman you choose? Introducing guns. (laughs) Guns are ranged weapons designed to use a shooting tube to launch solid projectiles at deadly speeds. Invented by the Chinese in 1000 AD, guns are the official weapon of the United States military. Thanks to the Second Amendment, another word for guns is arms. You've got two of those and you've got to get you two of these. So if you're ready to take what you want whenever you want it, try guns. Must be 18 or older to use guns. Please gun responsibly. (laughs) Except you don't. You can be like four and use guns. Well, I mean, uh, I think there's like <laughs> with supervision. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> with supervision. 
I don't even think I mean, the laws are very, very limited. Right? They are. I mean, they're super limited. Yeah. Fe- there's a federal. The federal age, I think, is 21, but to purchase a gun. But then you're able to like purchase a gun privately at the age of 18. But then you go to state law, and it's all over the place. But your kids can use your guns. You could sure. shoot like 30 people, and until you've passed the last point of purchase, you have not committed a crime. <laughs> until you pass that last <laughs> register. That that <laughs> if you shoot them in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. You see, the logistics of shrink. Very interesting. Very interesting. Just <laughs> a loophole Jonah, where it applies to guns. Do they give you guys guns at, in the loss prevention Team. They didn't give them to me. I had to bring my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine an LP guy standing at the door at Best Buy with a firearm strapped to <laughs> do they, like, Did they give you, like, tasers or anything? <laughs> no, they don't give you anything. How are you supposed to... So if you say, like, hey, stop. You're not you supposed can't... to restrain people. No. Right. Um, so all you let can me, do let is me tell just you say about, stop. Let me tell you about the one case where I almost had to go to trial. This is, this is what I did. Uh... Is this when so, you kidnapped that lady? Or no, wait, this is about this, one, this is when I kidnapped that lady. <laughs> oh, this is about loss with, prevention. I'm with sorry. a gun? No. Uh, so, really, I shouldn't have been involved all that much because I didn't have eye contact on him the whole time. Someone in the digital uh, imaging department called me and said, hey, this guy walking towards you, he stole one of the camera displays. He just He just cut the security tether and put it in his jacket. So I followed him to his car and I sucked his dick. <laughs> End of Which story. you couldn't have done without Samuel L. Jackson's. <laughs> My mouth was very dry. I had cotton mouth from doing a bunch of drugs. No, uh, That guy had a gun. I, I, I literally followed the guy to his car. All I did was write down the license plate and then give that to the police when they showed up. That, that's as much as I was involved, and that's really as much as was going to be expected of me. Did the guy know you were following him with a notepad? or like? No, I was, dr- I was dressed as like a, a bush. I had a bush wrapped <laughs> around me. Oh, so you threw on he your carried, bush hat. He, he carried a bush threw, disguise with him to work. I was, wearing a, full, I was <laughs> wearing a full ghillie suit. <laughs> Standing next to a Ford Taurus. <laughs> In the middle of the parking lot, in the cart return to blend it to blend in, <laughs> I ripped off pieces of the Ford Taurus and stuck it onto myself. So that <laughs> that may have been my Ford Taurus. I drove a Ford Taurus back then. Sorry, uh, yes, this is the master of disguise over here. <laughs> That's only the best work in loss prevention. Yeah, so I got a I got a subpoena over that. To I was I was expected to go to court to. Testify that yes, I followed this person to his car and wrote down a plate number. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a subpoena one time. Uh, also related to Best Buy. That was a paternity Buy. suit. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. You are not the father. No, like I I remember I I was working in operations. Somebody pulled off some kind of crazy scheme where they returned a TV that was actually an old TV in the new box. And they paid. There were like 30 guys all wearing the same suit and the same bowler hat all walking around. And it was not Sinner Man by Nina Simone was playing. Not nearly that Very cinematic. And then Mike sucked all their dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Dressed as a bush. I just remember what I remember is that I, I went to the law. I went to the courthouse and the lawyer was like, could you, could you identify the suspect? And I was like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> and Not he's like his pants and on. he's like look there's gonna be one defendant can you point at her and say that are you would you be able to identify her as the suspect and I was like nope couldn't do it <laughs> i'm just being honest i don't remember the person i'm uh, not gonna lie about it you know what i mean yeah and he was like all right were they really trying to like later. wink wink <laughs> like hey buddy like please just do this and we can be done absolutely so did you pick yes. someone out of yeah. a lineup of one I mean, yeah, because they're right. Because obviously the defendant is the person they want me to identify, right? Sure, yeah. But I can't. I, I don't fucking remember. It was like it was like a year before that or something. Oh, God. I was like, no, I don't. She was black. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but I can't. Yes, just, that looks like a black woman right, right over there. I can't remember that. I mean, 
I can't I can't possibly just identify this person just because there's one person sitting there. But how many it people? It would be disturbing if you it was, could. It was scary to me, though, because it made me think. It made me realize, dear God, people just do this all the time. They don't know. Yeah. They don't remember. Like, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, they don't sure, remember shit. Never, never get arrested for anything. It's not going to go well. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Mm. <laughs> so that's Joe's advice. Don't get arrested. <laughs> Do things. If you want to, don't get arrested. If you want to do thing, if you want to do things wrong, do it right. <laughs> Call eight 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 Joe Helps. If you're going to wrong right, do it right wrong. No, do it wrong right. You spin me right wrong, baby <laughs> wrong right like a record, baby right wrong, baby right. New Joe Oracle ghillie suits. <laughs> The official uniform of the Best Buy Loss Prevention Team. <laughs> Made out of bits of Ford Taurus. <laughs> oh, man, that must have been a boring job standing there. Good God. In the digital imaging. Yeah, digital imaging was probably the most boring. <laughs> the dip. The digital imaging processor. I, I enjoyed <laughs> digital imaging. No, you uh, you all had a fun department. There were there were cool people in that department. We were the We were kind of the cool kids. The sales team? Yeah, it was a it was a sales team. It was all yeah. sales. Even even loss prevention, you were like, you know, you really should buy that. <laughs> Actually, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yes. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, hey, you! I'm calling the police. Would you care for a couple candy of times bar? <laughs> where I walked past, uh, walked past a customer, and a manager said that nobody was talking to her. Why didn't you talk? Because I'm loss prevention. Yeah, but you used to be sales. You know how to do it. Make sure the customers are talked to. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. I I just have to say on record that never once have I walked into a Best Buy and purchased something because of anything anyone else in that store said to me. (laughs) There's never... I've either walked in with purpose, knowing what I'm going to get, or... I've just walked into browse and never purchased a thing. There's never been a single salesperson you who's ever come up to me. You are not going to let any of those salespeople dissuade you from buying seven copies of <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> That's right. I, well, I just... I, uh, yeah, no, it's... There, not everybody needs to, to talk to a salesperson. That's true. Yeah, some people yeah. do research beforehand. Some people go in with a vague idea, though. Yeah, that's true. The biggest thing that a salesperson can do is attach things to your sale. Right, that's right. why they're, that's why they're there. They're not there to help you. They're there to make sure you buy accessories, upsell you. Yeah. Well, not even. I mean, you could know exactly what you want. They're going to be like, "Ah, man, you got to get this shit." And you're like, "You know what? You're kind of right. I do have to get that shit." <laughs> you're wearing a blue shirt. All right. That's the only reason you have to know anything is so that you can convince somebody that you know something and like, well, he seems to know what he's talking about, so I better buy this other thing. I'd buy this dongle. (laughs) This guy looks like a real nerd. I better listen to him. (laughs) Wearing a wearing a blue shirt. That was said to me every day, regardless of what department I worked in. (laughs) This guy looks like a real nerd. (laughs) Wait a second. Hang on. How many women have you slept with? Zero. All (laughs) right. I'll buy it. What if, and but, when I started at Best Buy, that was an accurate figure. <laughs> it doesn't apply in in basically one department, and that is for some reason car audio. <laughs> Wait, like what? you have you have to, to be, be like a, a cool tattoo. person, and this is always the case. You kind of have to be like a a, a burnout in life. Yeah, so to car, work audio in car audio is like the Fonz section. They got like I swear to God, they got a pass. They got special permission to like sag their pants and shit in car audio. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. They would all walk in with like their pants fucking hanging down past their crotch, you know. And wow. but they knew their shit. People listened to them because you know because they looked the, like they the knew their car shit. Audio guys. You don't want to talk. You <laughs> don't want like to talk to someone who knew about twelve inch woofers. Yeah, these guys wanna... were allowed to smoke weed in the store during their shift. <laughs> Well, one thing's for sure. I never met anybody from Car Audio that didn't smoke weed. That's a fact. <laughs> Except in the for the store during their shift. Did briefly work in Car Audio, so I, that's one exception. But uh, it was an exception then. Yes. He smokes a lot of weed now. Does he really? All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 
just kind of trailed off there. So much silence there. It's Bell. It's a Bell moment. This is the most names we've ever dropped in any episode. I'm going to have to do so much bleeping. (laughs) I I mentioned Queef Punch earlier in the episode and then again just now. Oh, I forgot about that. Those aren't even bleeps. I have to get different audio files for those. (laughs) At least I didn't mention penis farts. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) The President of the United States. (laughs) And now we're in space. Whoa, what are those things? (laughs) Nightmare (laughs) editing theater. That was that was a really funny dick move. The day you know, the first day I took over <laughs> editing. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> that was the only reason I did it. Really, I did think it'd be a fun segment, but primarily I thought that the amount of work required <laughs> was was so funny. <laughs> Joe's like, "Hey, listen, Thanks buddy. I know you're overwhelmed. <laughs> I know you're overwhelmed. I'll I'll edit this next episode. All right." I'm going to be a good friend. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> you know, I care about you. I, I drove to Louisville on a moment's notice to help you propose to your now wife. Uh, but uh, come so on, I'm you can't take over half the editing. And you, can't, <laughs> you can't tell me that the comedy was, you know, not correct. Oh, no, dude, that was, that was the right move comedically. That's fucking funny as hell. Oh, uh. God and that's damn. why I played into the surliness. We're like, I bet it's going to echo in that cave. Yeah, I bet you're right. It's going to fucking echo in that cave. <laughs> God damn, that was funny. Uh, good times. You're right. That was hilarious. <laughs> you're right, guys. That was, that was, so, was said so dryly. <laughs> bet that was hard. You should get yourself some Samuel L. Jackson's motherfucking sexual lubricant for motherfuckers. It'll make your I'm, voice smooth. Make everything smooth like Samuel L. Jackson. Hold on to your butts. Was that, <laughs> Morgan was that better? <laughs> no, yeah, oh, it was more. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> hold on to your butts. <laughs> Andy Dufresne held on to his butt for six days and six nights. God, I just can't stand that fucking movie. Oh, oh it's such a good movie. It is a good movie such that good I can't movie. stand. I don't know why. I just uh, hate yeah. Tim Robbins. You know so why? Much. <laughs> yeah. It's just because of Tim. It's only because of the protagonist. It's only because of the main actor. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, great movie. <laughs> My hatred for the man is just irrational. It's it is, and it's amusing. <laughs> That's who we need to get for our hundredth episode on the podcast. This <laughs> <laughs> is Tim Robbins. We need to, uh, we need this thing uh, to come to real head. celebrity guest. Welcome to the show, Tim Robbins. <laughs> My cue, like, Tim Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, we hang up on him. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim Robbins. Click. You have to let him introduce himself so that people can hear. <laughs> hey guys, it's great to be. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every penny. (laughs) (laughs) It's the greatest moment of my life. Uh, (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So Mm. funny. Gosh, gosh darn it. That is our episode, gentlemen. And with a score of two. Sean, yes. this week's loser. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a close race. Uh, Mike and I both had one. Man, a couple times we were close to getting bells too, but Sean interjected at just the <laughs> right <welcome>. moment. <laughs> he did. He did. He he kept that ball going until the bell finally came squarely upon his shoulders. I was just Tim Robbins at this episode. <laughs> can't stand that awkward silence. No. The bell really, really dropped some product on Sean tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice callback there my pleasure i have been and shall continue to remain joe moracle i'm sean keller and uh don't don't steal mama mia dvds pay pay full price actually even if they're on sale you should probably just pay full price and i'm mike Pareto. and if you're gonna do something wrong do it the right way 888 joe knows have a great week. Joe is bad. Eight, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's too many letters. Too many, too many numbers. <laughs> yeah.
A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you could be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. Welcome to the night trap!